0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. I am joined today by Jay Chandran, Senior Vice President of AI Labs Course 5 Intelligence.
1: Welcome, Jay. Thank you so much.
0: So, Jay, could you give our listeners an opportunity to learn more about your background as Senior Vice President of AI Labs and Course 5? Definitely. So,
1: I head Course 5 AI lab, which is actually focused on AI applied research, high-end IP creation, and product development. I have around 27 years of industry experience and have been with Course 5 for the last year. Prior to this, I had worked with organizations uh, such as Infosys, IBM, and HCL, and was heading their AI practices and labs and driving innovation and thought leadership there. At Course 5, apart from what we do in the traditional machine learning space, we have a very deep focus on natural language processing, computer vision, knowledge graphs, and we actually apply that to create unique solutions for our clients. Recently, I have been exploring concepts in behavioral economics as well, and how actually it can be combined with the brain machine interface technology and AI to understand customer behavior in a much more accurate way so that has been a reason interest and we would be pursuing that going forward as well from a company perspective course five we are actually a pure play data and analytics and insights company with a dedicated focus on helping organizations to drive digital transformation by applying data science, advanced analytics, and artificial intelligence. We actually enable organizations to solve complex issues relating to customers, markets, and competition, basically at a speed and scale through a combination of industry-specific domain expertise and AI-driven products and solutions. We specialize in digital analytics, customer analytics, marketing analytics, supply chain analytics, and provide solutions at an enterprise scale to our clients
0: outstanding so you know course five is really growing and growing very quickly can you tell us a little bit about course five discovery
1: definitely so course five discovery this is actually an ai-powered augmented analytics platform which basically enables business users to ask questions and consume insights which are actually descriptive diagnostic predictive as well as prescriptive nature if we typically look at like how insights are actually consumed, we are actually bombarded with a whole lot of dashboards these days. So people will get kind of lost in these dashboards and they don't get those insights on their fingertips. So in discovery, what actually you are doing is you are actually engaging in an interactive and a conversational mode to get insights. So you can actually do a search and get insights. It also has dialogue state tracking, which actually ensures that users don't need to explicitly specify certain entities like asking for revenue or orders or customer details and so on and forth. You can actually capture those dialogue states so that you need not repeat that in your subsequent questions. So it's kind of you are engaging in a search in kind of a conversational mode. So from what we're actually seeing today as a trend is that enterprise users would increasingly start consuming insights through text or voice-based search. So we offer that capability in Discovery. So what Discovery actually offers is it provides alerts when there are actually outliers or anomalies. We provide early warning signals so that users can actually prepare well ahead of some unusual event happening we provide kind of a connected view of KPIs. So what it means is like if you have a, for example, revenue as a KPI, but it can actually be impacted by maybe another KPI. It could be like number of orders per day or number of unique visitors or cart abandonment rate and so on and so forth in the e-commerce world. So we are actually trying to give a connected view of KPIs and how these KPIs could get impacted because of other KPIs so that you are getting the causal analysis of that. We call it kind of a composable and composite AI, so that it is easily deployable and integrates well with the rest of the technology stack and the business processes. The good thing about this is the partnership with Intel has actually helped us to further enhance our solution from a performance point of view, because we were able to kind of optimize on Intel stack, and it actually gave us much better performance in terms of inference.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about the relationship with Intel? You guys are part of the AI Builders program which I'm super excited about because it's one of my favorite programs in Intel. But you've also worked with our recently acquired company, Converged I.O. Can you talk about that relationship and how it's evolved and developed? Sure. So we
1: have been part of Intel AI Builders program since July 2021, and we are currently a gold level partner. So the engagement actually started with Intel providing us with a comprehensive training program which actually covered the overview of Intel OpenVINO, the Intel distribution of Python, and how to perform optimization of AI models for various use cases and workloads, and how to basically use converge.io as a platform to get the whole thing done in a very automated way. It used to be like you need to directly access the servers and get things done. But with Converse.io, you are able to get the whole thing in a very nice to use drag and drop kind of a user interface, which makes the life much more easier for any data scientist or AI scientist. Intel also had a dedicated team allocated for us and they actually constantly helped us in our journey. They actually helped us with best practices and the program would also enable us to go to market with our optimized solution as well. So as part of our onboarding of discovery onto Intel, what we did was that we ran various experiments of the models with different precision levels of FP32, FP16, Int8 and measured the performance stats of different configuration of machines and model precision. So in this case, in discovery, we have a BERT topology-based natural language understanding model, and that was actually optimized for inference. So by using Intel OpenVINO execution provider for ONX runtime, the model was optimized to decrease the inference time. So, we got around 7.66 times faster performance from a latency perspective compared to a plain vanilla PyTorch model without doing any compromise in terms of accuracy on Intel Ice Lake large CPUs. So, it was a successful experiment. In the overall process, we actually used Converge.io as a platform because it actually helps us to kind of do an end-to-end automation for model training, to evaluation, to deployment. And subsequently, we can do the monitoring as well. So a very, very interesting experience for all of us.
0: You know, it is so great to hear that Course 5 has taken advantage of all these opportunities to work with our people here at Intel. So I just want to thank you, Jay. Because you laid out a really compelling way for companies to interact with us, and Course Five is taking advantage of it. But you know, you've touched on something that I want our listeners to learn more about. You touched on natural language understanding, but you didn't dive into it. Can you give our listeners an opportunity to understand where natural language understanding, as opposed to natural language processing, is going?
1: Definitely. So if you look at Discovery, as I said, it's kind of an interactive search platform. You can actually ask questions in a very natural language way. For example, if you are an e-commerce head and you want to kind of look at how your whole platform is actually performing, what kind of sales you are doing for different kind of products. So you can actually ask questions in terms of like, hey, tell me what is the revenue for last week, for example, for let's say laptops in United States. So typically what happens is this kind of information is provided to users in the form of let's say Power BI or Tableau kind of dashboards and people start consuming from that and everyone can have their own interpretation of that particular dashboard. In case of discovery, you can ask this question in a very natural language way. So when somebody is asking what is the revenue for, let's say, laptops in United States, the natural language understanding is basically like we need to understand the metrics like revenue. Revenue is a metric. And you have Lenovo, which is basically a laptop, which is a product. And here actually you are talking about a dimension. Similarly, like United States is basically a country and then that is a dimension. So. Natural language understanding means like you are capturing these metrics and dimensions, which are basically like the intents and entities for us. So that is where actually we are using natural language understanding. And once you capture this metrics and the dimensions, then this whole thing has to be converted into an SQL query in the backend so that you can query your database and get the results. So we have basically a query engine which actually sits in between and converts these natural languages into an SQL query and then fires in the backend and get the results. And the results are also kind of provided in a natural language generated way. So what I mean by that is that the kind of results we provide is like we say, hey, the revenue for laptop in the last week was $5 million and it is 10% less than the previous week and it is 15% less than the same time the last year. So not only we are just providing that factual information, at the same time we give a comparison of that. And beyond that, as I said earlier, we also provide the causal analysis. So causal analysis is like, why did the revenue actually go down last week? What is the reason for that? So this is where actually we bring in the aspects of, is it the number of unique visitors have gone down or is it like the revenue per order has gone down or the number of items per order has gone down or is it like some kind of a cart abandonment rate has actually increased? Or so it's like multiple dimensions actually we bring in and then say, hey, because of this KPS going up and down, it has an impact on your revenue. So that's where actually we use a combination of NLP and NLU and NLG and provide that very actionable insights for our customers.
0: Yeah, that is such a unique perspective, Jay. And I just love that about what you're doing at Course 5. Where can our listeners find out more about Course 5 and the Discovery platform?
1: So we have our website, which is www.course5i.com. So there actually we have a products menu. And under the products menu, we can see Course 5 Discovery.
0: You can also find information at builders.intel.com slash AI, slash solutions catalog. And you can find the particular write-up for the course five discovery AI augmented analytics platform. So Jay, now we're getting to my favorite part of the podcast series. What does the future of natural language understanding hold? And what is your opinion about the future of AI?
1: I think, as I kind of said earlier, the insights are no longer going to be just consumed through bombardment of dashboards. It's not going to be consumed in a passive way. It is going to be consumed in a very active way. For example, you are going to type the queries or you are going to kind of voice your queries and you are going to get in an interactive mode when it comes to consumption of insights. So that's where actually natural language understanding is going to play a very, very big role. The other important thing is it's not about quantity in terms of like how many dashboards you are going to create and provide to your users, but the quality of actionable insights actually, which needs the personas time and attention that is actually going to be a major focus area. So. We need to clearly define the personas and create insights which are very, very targeted for that persona. So you need to maybe not only capture the frequently asked questions for the persona at the same time, keep doing active learning and then keep providing more and more insights which are actually targeted for personas. Because the persona keeps asking certain type of questions over a period of time. So you basically capture that as a trend and as well as start creating those insights in the back end and keep learning when there is a new question, which actually you don't know today because a model needs to be retrained for new type situations. So when I look at how do we apply all this NLU, NLG and all those stuff, we should look AI as more of an enabler, but the core thing is like it has to drive ease of use. It has to create frictionless customer journeys and basically like improve overall customer experience. And that would be definitely a key differentiator.
0: Outstanding. On behalf of Jayachandran Ramachandran, Senior Vice President of AI, labs at Course 5 Intelligence. My name is Jake Smith, and this has been another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. Wherever you may be in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night.